Gary Bryan. This is Gary, isn't it? What's your name? Gary Bryan. Gary Bryan. your name for the record? Gary Bryan. What were they thinking? Okay. <laughs> it was a pretty good Monday, actually. With the, Not a bad Monday. You know, the phone calls, uh, I like the variety of songs that people were talking about. Because we had a Montel Jordan fan. Like, this is how we do it. Then we had some Cruel Summer and I Love L.A. Smashing and Pumpkins. Smashing Pumpkins and Summertime by Will Smith. And then Some Like It Hot by Power Station and uh, Take Me to the River by Talking Heads, somebody liked. And so it was a good Take mix. Take Me to the River. Every time I hear that, I think of the t- fish. The fish? The fish singing. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> That's all I think of Big is the mouth, fish. Big Mouth, Belly Bass. Yeah. Big Mouth, Belly Bass. <laughs> That's all I think about. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody texted and said, hey, I'm kind of partial to Donny Osmond, Puppy Love. Thank you. Not cool picking on Donny. Thank you. It's like, you? Telling, it's like telling Harry Truman jokes, they say. Oh. <laughs> I like Kokomo by the Beach Boys. Uh, All Day Music by War. That's another good one. That's a good one. Uh, moving in Stereo by the Cars. Wow. And Phoebe Cates coming out of a swimming pool on a hot summer day. Well, come on, man. Yeah. Fast times. Fast times. Where did I just read? Somebody that worked with uh, Sean Penn on that movie said he never broke character when he was in that movie. Really? Yeah, I just read that. He, he never broke character. He was always spicoli. I heard that, but I can't remember where I heard it from. I just read it. Was it Reinhold that said that? No, no, it, no. it was nobody that we knew. In fact, I didn't even know this person was involved with the movie. Hmm. Well, you know what? It's weird because there are a lot of actors that are great actors, and then they're just screwed up as human beings. Oh, I know who it was. Um... It was, uh, he played the king. He played the king? And he played, uh, it was an Oscar-nominated uh, movie, I believe. Um, oh, my God, I see his face, I see his face. Forrest Whitaker. It's Forrest Whitaker. Oh, you mean the king of... Uh, uh, yes. What was it? What's what the name was of that, that movie? Right? He played a king, right? Uh, yeah, it was like the king of... Uh, he pl- Did he play Idi Amin? That's, is that I, what it was? I think that's who it was. Uh, I do know. Look at Forrest Whitaker. It's like the King of Scotland was yes. the name of the movie. And that referred to the guy, the other character in the movie that was there in, and if it was. So it, F- Forrest Whitaker, was he in uh, the Spicoli in Fast Times? Because he's the one that said he never got out of character. I don't remember him being there. I don't Whitaker. remember him being there either. In Fast Times at Ridgemont High? But he did sense. say that. That that uh, Sean Penn never got out of character. Well, this is where we go to imdb.com so people don't have to. There's his character in that movie, The King of Scotland. Idi Amin, which is what Gary yeah. said, yeah. Yeah. But I knew it was somewhat the I don't king. So that was in Uganda, Last King of Scotland. That was an Academy Award winner, I think. Right? I thought. Yeah. Uh, Forrest Whitaker. Let's see if he... What yeah, he's in Fast Times. There you go. How wow. about that? Let's see what character he was. I don't remember him, but I sure saw that oh, story. I think I remember. He's one of the friends in high school. Like, he's one of the buddies. Uh, wow, this guy. Well, he plays worse. Charles Jefferson, whatever that is. Whatever like, he played, he was hanging out with Sean Penn. He said the entire time the movie was being filmed, and that Sean Penn never got out of that character. By the way, that was his second movie that Forrest Whitaker ever did Fast Times at Ridgemont High? Yep. See that? Einstein, I would never have even guessed he was in that movie. Yeah, yeah. I that was not a big movie for. I didn't watch it. 
That I mean, I think I've maybe seen it once. Fast Times? Yeah. Oh, I loved it. That was yeah. one of the first forbidden movies that we all snuck to see at our family. Yeah, right? I watched that, that movie it, all the time. They would get it, and then we'd all like wait around the corner and watch it on the side, with the side eye. <laughs> like, oh, it's on in the other room, but we can't go in there. Yeah. <laughs> I love that movie. For me, it was, uh, in that era, it was the Terminator movie. I had a friend uh gave me a, 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 v, a VH, VCR. Uh-huh. And we got a we got a VHS tape of that movie, and I showed it to Jack, and he was like a little kid. Oh wow! Remember. The original Terminator. The original Terminator. Ooh. I'll be back. Yeah, he's back. He's making <laughs> but, a new that was one. But back in those days, that was like mega suspenseful violence. Yeah. These days, it's nothing. Nah. You know how much we've amped up over the years. You know, to the point where people just like don't even pay attention anymore. It's incredible. <laughs> I like this idea of uh, people fubbing each other. <laughs> Looking at their phones. Yeah, phone snubbing, fubbing. And it's like uh, people are at a table together. You're out together. You're, you're out to hang out together. But you're all on your phones ignoring each other. No, here's the best. The best is that you're all at the table and everyone's on their phone, but you're texting each other. You're texting each other. Mm-hmm. That, because that's that the only way you can communicate. But is it more gossip when it's like that? Like, can you believe? Are no. you? Lily wait a minute. Are you texting each other? Like, there's four people at the table. You're texting another person about something one of the other people at the table did. Nope. Here's what we'll do. There's usually six of us when we go out. There's the girl group. Six to seven of us. If I need someone to pass something that's all the way at the end of the table, I just text if Kathy's sitting at the end. I text her and say, pass me, please, the uh, ketchup or whatever. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, it's too loud in the restaurant. I don't want to scream. And so uh, we text each other. Have you ever had, like you're talking to somebody and they put their phone up in front of their face and start looking at the phone instead of looking no, at you? but I have had that with a newspaper with a guy at breakfast. And I told you I lit it on fire. <laughs> I don't think you told me that. Yeah, I did. But I, I told you this but, whole story. But your violence thing. I, t- I told you that this that was the same guy that called me Honey Hippo. We would go to breakfast on Sunday mornings, and he would whip out the newspaper and start reading it. Then I'd try to push it down. He'd put it back up. And I finally got so mad one Sunday, I lit it on fire. Hmm. Well, he never ever read the newspaper again with me. Well, that is rude. Guy. No, hence why he is not in my life. When I was. Uh, when I was a baby DJ, just kind of trying to get started, I had some ideas. I went into my boss. I said, hey, man, I had an idea for this, that, or the other thing. And he takes the radio and records newspaper and puts it up <laughs> in front of his face while I'm trying to, and I'm like, oh, okay, well, I'll, I'll take off. He goes, oh, don't was, leave. I wonder if that was the same guy. <laughs> hey, that was no. how my first meeting with Robert W. Morgan went. A newspaper I, up I, I got the I got the tour of the station. And then the guy, the producer at the time goes, now we're going to go meet Robert. So we walk in there, and he's reading the paper. He's got it up in front of his face. And he goes, Robert, this is Brandon. He's our new intern. And he lowers the paper and goes, <laughs> And then the paper went back up. And he goes, okay, we're done. <laughs> Let's walk out. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> I'd have lit his paper on fire, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, you're just violent. You're, you're a kleptomaniac I've had and a pyromaniac. An I've had enough. I had enough. Well, because he called you, I mean, you sent him your ass in a jar. What, what else is he doing? <laughs> I mean, come on. What? I don't know what that is, but that's funny right there. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even have I can visualize it. No, you did, though. You did have an ass. I must have if you no, called you, me No, of course you had an ass. You were a little uh, plump. 
Yeah. But and There's cute. Wrong with that. Plump and cute. No, it worked for me. <laughs> we saw and the then what poster. happened? <laughs> and then what we happened? called you on the hippo. You sent him your ass in a joke. We saw the poster. Remember the, the was it the, the Barris movie? Mag wheels. Yeah. Didn't somebody have their hands on your boobs? Yes, John McLaughlin. <laughs> what does he ever write? Uh, <laughs> you know, he's an actor, and I, I I wonder what happened to him. Yeah. John yeah. McLaughlin. Yeah. You know his name? Was he's he in Billy Jack? No, that was somebody that else. That was Tom McLaughlin, Tom Laughlin. Yeah, yeah, or Tom Laughlin. Yeah, John McLaughlin. I think he's on like a Showtime show or one of those. Is it this guy? Let's see. Is it this guy here? Um, no, that's not him. He probably never found another little uh, chubby girl that he could. Uh... <laughs> I'm sure he found plenty. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see what happened to that guy. What do you say to somebody who is fubbing you? That's a good question we should try out sometime. Phone snubbing you. Like, well, we're, doing, like we're doing right now. Well, but yeah, like you guys are doing. But no, yeah, but you we're have looking some, for we're something. You're looking for something. But it, but if we were having a conversation and, you know, Rick Thomas I, used to do that all the time, and I love the guy, but it's like. I was trying to find the story, but there is a, there's actually a story out there where they're trying to come up with a way to introduce kind of like etiquette on your phone in public areas right like when's the proper time like when you're at a table but well, I, you, I can't find anywhere but yeah i mean you're talking at a meeting or something like that and everybody takes yeah. their phone out and you're going okay you just want to stop because what's the point there it's you it's know? not easy because now everyone has it on their on their watch it's connected to their watch so even if you put your phone face down at a table you've got a, i'll get your iWatch. well it's a it's a fitbit that gets text messages what so, that's yeah, him. so it gets tied in, and then it'll buzz, and you can't help it. Like, why is it buzzing? And I'll look, and I'm like, I just looked at a text message. Like, I feel guilty no, when I'm doing that at a table. Do you have an iWatch, Lisa? I do. And and are you wearing it now? I am. Okay. I wear it every day. All I right. never take it off. Yeah. It's very handy. Yeah. She talks to I it. I talk on the phone on it, remember? I hear you talking to yourself over there, and <laughs> I realize you're... talking to myself. <laughs> I'm talking to someone. Get the message! Do it! Do it! Do it! Do it! And I'm like, what, what, what? <laughs> I'm talking to my watch. Next thing you know, a pizza shows up a half hour later. It's like Dick Tracy. I'm like, whoa. Yeah. I want that Dick Trace. <laughs> oh. <laughs> did somebody just say that? You did out loud. Okay. Well, tomorrow is the classic Tell Me Something Tuesday. Tell Me Something Good Tuesday, the original. The heat edition. Yes. Not the, uh, not the Ryan Seacrest, I like what they're doing, so I'm going to rip it <laughs> off edition. <laughs> fun to be ripped off though it is good to be thank you ryan you, That's you, you know what uh rick d said plagiarism is the finest form of flattery yes i mean ryan takes that and knx takes the remember the time so we, we're good yeah we're good no i just had an email from a big morning show consultant over the years said here's something it's a new idea for you it's called war of the roses oh like, come on <laughs> that was started 30 years ago by a dj in Houston and Boston, went, went to Boston, named John Lander. I remember John Lander. Remember John? Is that yeah. John Rickers Lander? No, not Another that's guy? Landecker. Oh, Landecker. John uh, Lander was Lander. a morning guy who did the morning zoo in Houston. Uh, then he went to Boston, and he had a bit called War of the Roses. So we took it in New York City at Z100. That was 25 years ago. <laughs> and then... Then Ryan, D's. Does, hey, no, D's, you know, D's had it after that. Hey, listen, you know, D's did it, and then Ryan does it. But these days, you can't have actual real people that you're pranking because it's against the law. D's to, didn't either. He was right. all set up. It was all all, all actors. All actors. Right. I mean, we actually in New York, we did real people. 
It's hard to do. It's tough to do because you go through a lot before you get a really good one. Always remember this. If the story is too perfect, it's fake. That's my rule. Exactly. (laughs) But, you know, I guess it's entertaining, so people want to hear it anyway. Well, that is it. It's entertainment. but But these are old, old bits that have been around but the consultants keep rolling them out like hey thanks for the all the money you're paying me to consult you here's a bit that was started 35 years ago (laughs) (laughs) thanks a lot and it's brand new to you (laughs) i remember sitting at at one of those uh boot camps with gary and his old partner ross and everybody around the room is giving out their bit bit ideas and they're looking at each other like yeah we did that one yeah, we did that one too. Yeah, I've been there. There's very few new ones. <laughs> nah, there are no new bits. Very well, few. Very few. Most of them go back to when your grandfather wrote uh, the Bickersons. <laughs> right? Yeah. Because that was the original uh, honeymooners. Yeah, you know. So the, the honeymooners was modeled after the Bickersons. We used to have a bit called spousal arousal. Oh, Rick Dees did that too. But we did it, it a different way than Rick did it. So. Rick did it, the whole thing where you somebody's supposed to call their spouse and get them to agree to a quickie. Yes, to, a nooner. to come home a nooner. at noon. To come home, come home at noon. Yeah. And so that was one way to do it. Okay, how'd you do it? We did it where they pranked their spouse. It was a prank phone call. For example, this They pretended one, to be someone else? No, they pretended something was going on to see if they could get their spouse to see what their reaction would be or their significant other. So this woman calls up and she goes, look, I'm an actress and I'm trying to get into the movies and TV, but we I've agreed with my boyfriend that I will never do a nude scene. So I want to call him up and tell him that I have an opportunity to be in a great movie with Robert De Niro, but i got to be naked. But I'm going to do it because i got to do and this movie. And see what his reaction is going to be? Oh, my God. <laughs> she calls this guy, and you know we, we learned early on, you never have the guys prank the women because that really – the women <laughs> get so pissed off when you do that. But if you have women pranking guys, you can do that all day long. So she calls this guy, and she goes, oh, great news. And he's all excited. He's like, oh, that's fantastic. That's amazing. You're being real supportive. But she goes, there's one thing. It's a nude scene. He's like, what? I thought we agreed. She goes, and there's something else. And he goes, what? He's coming over at 1 o'clock, and we're going to rehearse the scene (laughs) here in the apartment. He goes, what? She goes, and... I got to be naked, sitting on his lap, facing him, playing the flute. Okay, now if if that idiot believed her and didn't catch on that something was up. This guy had such a meltdown. I mean, I, I felt so bad for this guy, but it was hysterical. So then we come in and go, hey, Joe, it's Gary and Ross from Z100, and you're on spousal arousal. This guy... Oh, it was like, F this and F that. <laughs> That's great. So, yeah, so we don't do those bits anymore. But no. we could bring them back. No, I think not. <laughs> I got one. Let's, let's burn somebody's buns. <laughs> yeah, right. No one's done that. Nobody's done that. <laughs> <laughs> right. In this decade. <laughs> we'll see you in the morning.